2: The Talksport Fan Network is proudly sponsored by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. As a city supporter, we know you value delivery, and McDelivery is up there with the very best. You'll always be winning with McDelivery because, just like Kevin De Bruyne, McDelivery puts your order right on a plate. So the only thing left to say is are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered as well. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for you tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It's Friday again, everyone, and you know what that means. You heard it here first is back it's our new weekly prediction show involving a selection of City Report guests, where we offer our hot takes ahead of the weekend Premier League action. It's the final one before the World Cup break and before Christmas itself, so we've served up a cracker for you to enjoy. It's Friday, the eleventh of November. I'm Amos Murphy. I'm Alex Brotherton, and I'm Charlie Gordon. And this is the City Report podcast.
1: Extraordinary radio, Sergio Aguero
0: Unbelievable Manchester United one Manchester City six
1: it's two for Dzeko. Tottenham Hotspur three Manchester City four they
2: have
0: made the impossible
2: possible Welcome gents. Um first thing first, Charlie, you, you know, you're not a debutant. You have been on before. You've you were you appeared in pre-season. Unfortunately, we've not been able to give you a a full start just yet. But um just before the winter break, you sneaked in. Welcome back mate. How have you been?
0: Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, you could argue this is it's like a full debut this. I did make yeah. one one appearance yeah. a long time ago. Um but not since it switched over onto the daily shows. Mm. which is very exciting. So, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy to be here. It's the first time I've been on any kind of podcast for a good few weeks. So, you know, you're going to have to stop me chewing your ear off for the next half an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no worries. It's it's
2: great to have you back. And uh, Alex, uh, somewhat of a regular now. Welcome back, mate. Yeah,
3: hello. Thanks for having me on again. Um, yeah, it's been an interesting week again for uh, for city and a big game coming up. So, um, yeah. Let's get
2: let's get into it. Let's get into it. Indeed, yeah. Nicely done. Um, before we get to the predictions, let's start with a little bit of World Cup squad reaction. It obviously dropped yesterday, um, and there the are five City players in the England squad. There are, as Adam pointed out yesterday, he was upset we didn't spend a lot of time speaking about the US team, but there were zero City players, so it would be a bit pointless. But in the England team, John Stones, Phil Foden, Jack Grealish, Calvin Phillips, and Kyle Walker. Quickly, then Charlie, what did you make of the selections from Gareth Southgate? I think the the big one there is Kyle Walker, who hasn't played since October, but he finds a way in, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, in terms of the city players, Kyle Walker, I was a little bit surprised about. Um, I was kind of on the fence as to whether he was going to get included or not, mostly because um, you know Rhys James obviously got the phone call to say we're not going to risk you, um, mm. and we you know we heard that Rhys James is back in training, kind of jogging around and that kind of stuff. Carl Walker, I remember the last time Pep was asked, he said categorically, no, he's not ready to come back. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, you know, I was putting him in a similar Rhys James kind of category at the time. But I'm glad he's included, though, because I, I do um, think Kyle Walker's a good performer for England. And obviously his pace at the back is just smashing, 10 out of 10.
2: Yeah, yeah. I suppose the issue with Rhys James versus Carl Walker in this situation is you'd assume in his early 20s, Rhys James will have a... At least another World Cup, if not two, to go to. Whereas Kyle Walker, this is very much last chance to You know, he was he was great for England in 2018, He he did a job in 2021 as well. And, and, and Alex, I suppose, from it, it's difficult, isn't it, being City slash England people of City slash England persuasion? Because you want Kyle Walker in the team because he's a, a phenomenal footballer, but at the same time, with the with the uh, winter World Cup, there is still a season to complete afterwards, and you fear as has been the case in the past Kyle Walker goes with England gets injured and then it's sort of back to square one for city after what has been a, a lengthy recovery as it is
3: yeah i mean it's um he, he has sort of in the last sort of i'd say year he's kind of gone from the player that was always available to someone that does you know his body is starting to sort of not recover quite as quickly from mm. these knocks and these and these injuries and obviously a groin um injury that he got is a fairly major one um that required surgery but um yeah, I think kind of Guardiola said, hasn't he, you know, he's never going to say no to someone going to a major tournament, even if it's someone like Walker, who hasn't played for City for a good, like, month or, or two now. So, yeah, I mean, obviously it's it seems unlikely that it'll, you know, be starting um, in England's first group game, but I think Gareth Southgate said today, didn't he, that with Walker, it, there's a chance, well, it, if everything goes according to plan, he should be back during the group stage, whereas... Rhys James would have been the sort of latter end of the tournament, um, so I guess that's why part of the reasoning why he's gone with Walker, and you know he's just he's just so versatile as well, isn't he? Obviously, he mm. plays a different mm. role for England a lot of the time than he does for City, but he does it pretty well. Um, so I wouldn't say I'm too surprised. I think I, I think Pep would have been less sort of optimistic if it you know if it, if it was clear that he just wasn't going to be fit at all. So um, yeah, but hopefully he doesn't, as you say it would be nice if he comes back in sort of in good shape. But you could look at it from the flip side, couldn't you? You know, could use the World Cup to get back up to speed and
2: then he comes back to yeah, City. Yeah, Absolutely raring to go and ready. So um could happen like that as well. Using a World Cup as a training camp. I don't think anyone's <laughs> ever done that before, <laughs> but it could be the case. Who knows with this World Cup? But yeah, worst comes to worst, I'm sure he can be doing the, the daily YouTube content. I think he'd make a, a, a cracking present there. I and, you know, the door's always open, Kyle. Come and join us on this show. Um, right, OK, let's... Crack on with our predictions then, just to recap for those who may have missed last week's episode. Each week the panel will pick three sort of quote unquote abstract predictions. You know, it's not the usual this goal will be 2-0, etc. It's something that is quantifiable, but something out of the out of the box a little bit. And across the season, the results will be tallied up and an overall champion picked in May. Here's a reminder of the predictions from myself, Ollie McCall, and Adam Booker from last week. My prediction this weekend will be the teams from 11th to 20th will score more goals than the teams in the top half. There will be more goals in the Spurs v Liverpool match than Chelsea versus Arsenal.
0: And I'm going to predict that three players will score their first goal of the season in the Premier League this weekend.
2: Now, I'm delighted to say for week one, it was a full sweep. There were more goals from bottom half clubs than top half. I'm a genius, I know. There were more goals in the Tottenham-Liverpool game than the Chelsea-Arsenal game. And remarkably, Prophet Adam predicted three new goal scorers in the Premier League. And it came true in the end. I think there was maybe six new goal scorers overall. So, ballsy stuff from week one. But, Alex, they all came off. So, yeah, you're joining in week two and you've got quite a quite a big, Shooter Phil, so to speak.
3: Yeah, I'm really surprised actually that the um the new scorers won. That's I'd never think of that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. but as you said, yeah, was it the Leeds game? There was quite a yeah, there was there was a couple in there, weren't they? So um yeah, I fear my prediction is not quite as as out there or maybe not as wacky as Charlie would like it to be. But um,
0: I'm <laughs> interested to see what look, Charlie's is actually. Look, there's no there's no judgment here. There's no judgment here, but yeah, we've got we've got a tough act to follow. From the yeah uh, from last week's
2: yeah. lot, yeah. Well, we'll we'll get into it, and I'll I'll pass the proverbial microphone straight over to you, Charlie, for for your pick from this week. Um, so it's to remind you, it's the the Premier League action. Um, there's no real sort of rhyme or reason. It can be any game. It doesn't have to just be City. So yeah, get on with it if you if you may.
0: Yeah, I've got I've gone for something that's very topical today. You know, we've just been talking about the World Cup squad. Mm. Thinking, how can we tie this into the Premier League? Um, so I'm, I'll read it out first and then I'll do a little bit of explaining. So, my prediction is someone that got snubbed from the England World Cup squad is going to score at least a brace, that's two goals this weekend, and they're going to direct a celebration towards <laughs> Gareth Southgate, right? <laughs> so, obviously, the key point, Amos, that you pointed out is. These things have got to be quantifiable, but these are, <laughs> there's a couple of elements to this that are open to debate. Right? Yeah, yeah. First of all, is that has this person been snubbed from the England squad? You know, are they mm. were they kind of on the cusp? That's open to debate, and also mm. their celebration. You know, you've got to kind of pass a judgment call on was that directed <laughs> at Gareth Southgate? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's yeah. that's what I've gone for anyway, and I'm feeling. Uh, Hopeful, because I would love to see some drama in that kind of respect this weekend.
2: It w- feels like we're going to have to get the adjudication panel out before it's even happened, because like you say, there's plenty of elements to to unpick there. Um In terms of celebrations, Charlie, are you going to demonstrate some? Because I, I, when you said that, I'm thinking maybe like a, a hands in the air, maybe a shush. Or are we talking like yeah. full Mario Balotelli? Oh, oh, yeah. Shirt over the head, printed T-shirt, you know, why not me instead of why always me?
0: <laughs> so I came prepared, Amos, seeing as it is nice. my full full debut. Uh, and like you say, I think the most overt celebrations would be something like the shush. That would be like a serious message. Southgate would be cringing if anything like that happened, <laughs> I think. Uh, secondly, yeah, like you say, message on the thermal, mario Balotelli style mm. um that would be sensational i think some of the more subtle ones are also worth looking out for maybe the phone call um maybe pointing pointing to your name on the back of the shirt i think mm. that's sending some kind of message and even maybe like roaring like a lion i think that could be <laughs> construed. you know three lions you know putting two and two together so Sorry, look, can i things. just can I, <laughs> yeah, can I just on. interject and
3: say, are we when you say roaring like a lion? Are we talking like just a sort of a turn into the camera and and growling, or are we talking like a full on Baffertinby Gomez? I was
2: gonna say him. I was gonna say him, like crawling. Either as well. or. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be
0: incredible.
2: I'm slightly concerned, Charlie, about your eclectic knowledge of celebrations i mean i've never seen anyone speak so sort of fondly about do you just is this what you do in your spare time do you just practice them is this why you've come up with it like your your spare time is spent practicing as many celebrations as possible
0: look this is coming from a man who used to go to the game shop when i was about 10 and i used to get copies of fifa 96 fifa 97 (laughs) he knows his celebrations yeah Um, yeah but, but yeah some drama Towards Southgate, the World Cup squad would be sensational.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I think that that's a really interesting shout, and, and I'm excited to see how it goes because you know you've got the likes of Tammy Abraham, who's obviously not involved. You've got mm. Jaden Sancho. I mean, linking it back to City, you've got Ivan Tony. Now, who knows if he's going to be involved because there's a little bit of a naughty story that popped up about Mister Mister Tony. But you know, you could imagine him. At Half-12 kick-off at the Etihad. You know, it's usually where the drama's reserved for. Hopefully we won't be seeing him doing any lying crawling across the family stand. But um, hey, <laughs> um, Alex, what did you make of that prediction? Because... Um... I can sort of see it. I don't know why. I can just envisage like a, a Tammy Abraham. I don't know who Roma have got this weekend, but a sort of Tammy Abraham. I know it's not a Premier League, but I'm sure with with such effort like that from Charlie, we can let him off if it <laughs> comes true. But you know, like going up to the curve of sudden just giving a big shush. You know, I can see it for some reason. I don't know if that's on me.
3: Yeah, it's um, that is such a that's such a shout. I I've, I don't really want to go now. I can't. I don't think my prediction is going to be um, <laughs> going to top that. But yeah. Um, yeah, I can definitely see I can definitely see at least some of the some of the players that were like, you know, snubbed or didn't make the squad, you know, having mm. good games. Um and yeah, it would be great, wouldn't it? Or it would be it would be great if, if Tammy did it and then, you know, Jose Mourinho. Um <laughs> Made some sort of snarky comment after the game yeah. about, about Southgate or something like that. You know, Abraham goes and scores six against <laughs> Russia or whoever they're playing. And, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I will
0: just say, I reckon, yeah, scoring the brace is going to be the difficult bit. You know, the celebration <laughs> that, that we, maybe we could see that happening, but there's yeah. not many bankers in terms of the brace. You're looking at your Tammy Abrahams, your Ivan Tony's. Maybe like an Ollie Watkins or or someone like that. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Got my God. Has, has he been
2: snubbed or was he? Because you know, this so. is this is where. Oh, you know yeah.
0: this is where Ollie Watkins is big. in snub territory. Ollie <laughs> <What> Watkins <laughs> is definitely in snub ter- territory. Tyrone
2: Mings, you could see him popping up. I saw a, a, a tweet from a, a journalist close to Villa saying that. um Tyrone Mings had been snubbed and I'm not quite sure that's the word I'd use to describe his <laughs> exclusion but no that, that's, a, that's a superb shout a really good one to kick us off um, last week Adam said that in part of his sort of three-man new scorer prediction that if uh, he, one of the names he mentioned was Jay Ling's, oh sorry uh, Jesse Lingard to use his Sunday name um, and he said that if, if he scored he'd do the celebration Charlie can you confirm on the City Report podcast whichever celebration it is you know, including crawling across the floor doing a lion impression if that is the case you will you will replicate it as well
0: oh absolutely that goes without saying yeah 100 <laughs> percent. you can count on that
2: yeah well we look forward to that um, right okay that'll do for part one we'll be back in just a second for part two where we'll continue our prediction show Welcome back to the City Report podcast. I've got Charlie and Alex with me for today, as you heard it here first. Um, back into it then, and, and I think I'm going to go next. So, so fresh off a strong start last week, I've got the chance to become the first person to go back to back with predictions. I'm going to go for another prediction that encompasses the upcoming World Cup, because... I felt that like last weekend that the, the bottom half teams would have had high scoring games with the World Cup in mind the defences won't be as, as switched on so to speak and, and I'm actually going to s- switch that around slightly my predictions for this weekend's Premier League action is 70% of the matches this weekend will have fewer than 3.5 goals Now that's a really technical way of saying 7 or more of the weekend matches will have under 4 goals and I, I guess I'm sort of looking at it going the there may be some players who will play there may be some rotation it hasn't been the sort of I mean last weekend was mental in the Premier League I'm not predicting anywhere near that I just reckon teams will take the foot off the gas a little bit I don't know what you think of that Alex
3: yeah um, I guess it varies team by team doesn't it because you can't I can't really see City taking the foot off the gas or, or Guardiola mm. being like you know all right lads just you know take it easy today obviously you know he doesn't want anyone to get injured before the world cup but um but you can maybe maybe some teams will just sort of slip into kind of um you know complacency you know minds Mm -hmm. elsewhere kind of thing um but yeah i I feel like maybe it could be quite a low scoring a low scoring um week when everyone's sort of got their minds on on the world cup and or those players aren't going to the world cup of uh got their minds on, you know, beach clubs in Marbella and that kind of thing or going to Wayne's yeah. or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> yeah. um so yeah, so I think I think that's 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 a shout. Probably more likely to happen than Charlie's, even though Charlie's oh I, I actually love Charlie stuff <laughs> but yeah, I think yeah. it's a good shout that.
2: Who who do you think's the the Premier League player not going to the World Cup most likely to end up at Wayne Lineker's club over the winter break? I mean it's got to be Ivan Tony, hasn't it? Speaking of him, he's 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 known to be a little bit rogue. You can imagine yeah. him popping up with Mr. Lineker whilst Gary's in a in a studio somewhere.
0: There's it's
2: gotta be Erlin Holland, doesn't it?
0: There's absolutely no doubt. There's there's no doubt that I'm gonna see a video of Ivan Tony just slagging off <laughs> Brentford completely yeah. at O Beach. Yeah. The, I just, I'd, I'd be amazed if yeah, that I doesn't mean, happen. Yeah, it seems odds on at yeah. this
2: point, doesn't it? But yeah, back to the prediction. I, I think I'm expecting games to be scrappy across the board this weekend, and it's a shame because that there's a, a Chelsea Newcastle game on the in the half five slot. I think that'd be a superb fixture if it wasn't for the the World Cup that's up and coming. But. Um, Nobody's going to want to get injured, of course. Fatigue is really starting to catch up with players. I know Antonio Conte, after Tottenham were beaten by Nottingham Forest in the midweek cup fixture, said that Harry Kane was dangerously fatigued, which seems like a little bit um, like he should be seeking medical advice or maybe it's just an Antonio Conte-ism, okay. considering how poorly they've been going. But um, I expect a, a few players to drop to the bench as well. I don't know if you agree with that, Charlie, but I will not be surprised to see Harry Kane given the weekend off.
0: Yeah, it depends how compassionate the managers are going to be, really, because I think those who've made the 26, I wouldn't blame them for deep down not really wanting yeah. to play this weekend. Because, you know, that you get 38 Premier League games a season, you get a World Cup opportunity comes around every mm. four years. Um, so I'm kind of with you. I, I like the prediction, low goals. Um, I, I do think players could be forgiven for their minds kind of wandering elsewhere. Uh, and also just the way the fixtures are lining up. I'm looking at Wolves mm. Arsenal. That's got mm. 0-0 or 1-0. It's just got that written plastered all over it. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think the World Cup, you know, the close proximity of it, which is so unusual. Obviously, we've not had it before. It's normally in the summer. I think that will play a factor. Um, in how things pan out yeah, this Yeah, because weekend.
2: usually it's, it's like three weeks in between the squad announcement and the tournament kicking off itself, and, and it's barely even three days this year. So, you know... I I wouldn't be surprised to see a player of high-caliber drops eventually. We've hardly seen Phil Foden over the last few weeks um, in a City shirt. And I I get the feeling it's probably to do with load management and making sure, come the end of the campaign, if he's to play about 60 games a season, he's looking fresh and he's looking fit as as, as possible. So, yeah, we'll wait and see. Um, the, the, The issue for me, I feel, could come with the threshold of games, Seven is quite a high number and you know, one or two could set it off on Saturday and then you're left with quite an issue on Sunday. So um we'll we'll move on to the final one. Alex, you can take it away to wrap up today's prediction show.
3: Yeah, well uh I, I did think of another one actually, just that. Just on when the When Charlie was talking, yeah, oh, when wow. when Charlie was talking, it's only a mini one. <laughs> he's um, ad libbing. Um, I'm thinking, he's that, you know, the
2: podcast. He started ad libbing <laughs> on the prediction show. You love to see it.
3: <laughs> this, I'll give. I'll give a very quick little one first. Um, I reckon, you know, th- these the people that the players that people are moaning about being called up to the England squad. So you know, like Harry Maguire, Calvin Phillips, um, in particular, I guess. Um, I reckon they'll both be brilliant this weekend. Harry Harry Maguire will get a a shock start, and he'll, you know, man-of-the-match performance. Calvin Phillips will, you know, maybe replace Rodri at half-time and get himself a goal against Brentford. That aside, mine's sort of perhaps in keeping with the theme of teams perhaps not going all-out, players sort of minds wandering. Um, And I don't think there'll be an away win in the Premier League this weekend. Um, I can see a few draws but I don't Whoa. think there'll be an away win. Yeah. Um so that means that Arsenal uh could lose top spot because I don't think they'll win away at Wolves. I think controversial perhaps given the how Wolves have been this season, but you know, I think I think uh J Lo, Yulin is gonna do a job. <laughs> He's gonna do a job mm. on um on his fellow Spanish coach. Um tricky method. Yeah, I think yeah, I don't think Chelsea have really got a hope in hell against against no, Newcastle no. unless Newcastle I don't know as you know the whole thing with the players taking their mind off it or anything like that um, yeah it's just it's there's not many I don't think United will win at Fulham if Fulham well play a little bit more adventurously than they did at the Etihad um, they should I think beat United given the sort of United have got quite a few injuries at the minute um, yeah and I don't yeah I think basically I don't see an away win in the Premier League which perhaps isn't too controversial but I guess, you know, most people expect Arsenal to win at Wolves, but um, Mm, yeah, that's that's the one. Yeah,
2: that's the one I'm looking at fixture wise. I'm going that that could be the only one that that um, throws your prediction out the window. I mean, don't know if I'm enjoying this late Saturday evening. Premier League Saturday slot, Charlie. I've noticed it pop up a couple of times the last couple of weeks. That sort of quarter to eight kickoff uh, GMT, obviously, be a bit later over in the states and elsewhere. But I don't know what you're thinking of that. It's a little, It's very European, isn't it? I'm not too sure it fits with with the English game, but um, should make for a decent spectacle.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, th- it throws mm. me out of sync a little bit. The 7:45 on a Saturday. You know, I hold the, the 5.30 kickoff on a Saturday. I hold that sacred <laughs> to my heart. You know, those games, they normally yeah. come up with the goods, um, you know, week in, week out. Which game is it that's got it's the 7.45 Wolves Arsenal. slot? Wolves-Arsenal. Yeah, this it's Wolves-Arsenal. Oh, it'll, it'll be an interesting one. Um, like you're saying, Alex's prediction about no away wins. Um, it depends if w- we need Wolves to uh, be carrying in mm-hmm. that new manager yeah. bounce, don't we? You know, I don't know if is it is this going to be Laportege's first is he match in charge? Is he, I
2: don't
3: know. Is I don't know like if, if he was in charge
0: in the week or not. Uh, uh, is it, it's going to yeah. be one of his first any, double, anyway. So this, we're still yeah. in new manager yeah. bounce. Yeah, we're, we're still in new manager bounce territory, and they do kind of keep it tight, Wolves. But they just can't mm. score any goals, can they? So yeah, I think I think yeah, I, I, It's a bold prediction from Alex, but I do mm. think it's in with a shout. Yes, it's a ballsy definitely.
2: one, but when you look at it and you see the fact that. The fixtures are shaping up for, you know, Liverpool are at home, City are at home, Newcastle against Chelsea. For me, I'm siding 100% with Alex in that Newcastle could quite easily roll Chelsea over. I'm not quite sure how many players Newcastle have got going to the World Cup, probably what considerably less than than Chelsea, you'd imagine. And yeah, you're looking at the fixtures, you know, Aston Villa, again, they could be one at Brighton, but Brighton, superb at home. Um yeah, I, I you know what? I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I think we could actually be in for another clean sweep. Although <laughs> I'm going to be thinking about the celebrations now for the rest of the weekend. It's, I'm going to be yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm going to be, so be falling asleep. I'll just be imagining you, Charlie, come crawling across your bedroom floor with a, your best lion impression. But um, no chats. I, th- I think that'll that'll do for today's show, Alex. Fantastic for having you. And um, before we bounce very quickly, City versus Brentford, twelve thirty tomorrow. Quick thoughts on that.
3: Yeah, I think it's um, obviously it's a really big game, last chance uh, for the World Cup to you know keep the pressure up on Arsenal. It really will be a bit of a bit of a bummer if City were to drop points and then Arsenal beat um, Wolves in mm-hmm. the evening. But I think you know as well, I said this before the Fulham game that City should sort of win fairly comfortably and look how that turned out. So um, <laughs> you know <laughs> we um, yeah again I'm going to repeat the famous last words. I think City will win but um you know brentford have have proved you know last season i think was it city got two one nil wins was it um mm. you know they're they're a very sort of tall team they're like the players are quite physical, they're not i think Guardiola made a lot of how how um how good they are at set pieces last season um so you know that's something to look out for, and you know city aren't always the best um sort of the best when it comes to defending corners and and free kicks so um that'll definitely be something to look out for but you'd think city wouldn't struggle to, to to get a few goals of their own so i guess it just depends how they react to any setbacks that they might come across or they might not at all and it'll be a nice easy win and you know everyone can go to the world mm. cup and Haaland can go on his holidays and mm. pep can sit down with his glass of wine and watch the world cup from from manchester or task or wherever he, wherever he goes yeah. uh, is here. um so yeah i think it'll be a decent game. Um, yeah, hopefully not Not too many obstacles.
2: Yeah, Harlan can get put in the freezer for the next three or four weeks. Um, Charlie, I don't know if I can take any more <laughs> 95th-minute winners, maybe just a, a nice, comfortable afternoon at the Etihad, three or four goals, wrapping off and, and sending them off to the World Cup in style.
0: I don't know. I wouldn't mind going out in a blaze <laughs> of glory. You know, one, one, last, one last heavy dose of Barclays before we're watching <laughs> Belgium versus Canada at the World yeah. Cup. You know, yeah. I wouldn't mind that. Um, but, yeah, no, it should be a good game. Brentford are a tricky team. Uh, it's almost like you don't know always which mm. Brentford's going to turn up. You know, when they're on their day, they're a really tough team to beat. And Thomas Frank's a top-quality manager. Um, but, yeah, I do see it being a tight one. Uh, I'm with Alex, though. I'm hoping City can just edge it. Would be nice to see Haaland back uh, on the pitch, maybe a couple more goals um, yeah. yeah, to, you know, boost his total up a little bit. But um, yeah, the good thing as well for City is I think it's a bigger game for Arsenal. They're going to be feeling more of the pressure before the break because they Mm -hmm. want to keep that buffer at the top of the table. Um, So I think City will be feeling less pressure. But yeah, I can see the title race being finally poised when when we all pause. Yeah, for World Yeah, Cup.
2: who's gonna come out on top heading into Christmas? That'll be the that'll be the question. Right, okay, chats. We'll call it a day there. Thank you very much, Charlie. Thank you very much, Alex. If you can hit follow, subscribe, etc., that'll be a big help. Um I've been named Murphy and until next time, we'll see you later.